This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Today's Bible reading is taken from the book of Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6. And I read in Jesus' name. Therefore, let us leave the elementary teaching about Christ and go on to maturity, foundation of repentance from dead works, faith in God, teaching about ritual washings, laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And we will do this if God permits. For it is impossible to renew to repentance those who were once enlightened, who tasted the heavenly gift, who shared in the Holy Spirit, who tasted God's good word and the powers of the coming age, and who have fallen away. This is because to their own harm they are re-crucifying the Son of God and holding him up to contempt. For the ground that drinks the rain that often falls on it and that produces vegetation useful to those for whom it is cultivated receives a blessing from God. But if it produces thorns and thistles, it is worthless and about to be cursed and at the end will be burned. Even though we are speaking this way, dearly loved friends, in your case we are confident of things that are better that pertain to salvation. For God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you demonstrated for his name by serving the saints and by continuing to serve them. Now we desire of each of you to demonstrate the same diligence for the full assurance of your hope until the end, so that you won't become lazy, but will be imitators of those who inherit the promises through faith and perseverance. For when God made a promise to Abraham, since he had no one greater to swear by, he swore by himself, I will indeed bless you and I will greatly multiply you. And so after waiting patiently, Abraham obtained the promise. For people swear by something greater than themselves, and for them a confirming oath ends every dispute. Because God wanted to show his unchangeable purpose even more clearly to the heirs of the promise, he guaranteed it with an oath so that through two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled for refuge might have strong encouragement to seize the hope set before us. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. Jesus has entered there on our behalf as a forerunner because he has become a high priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Eternal Rock of Ages, our Lord and our God, we thank you for today. We thank you for the gift of life and the miracle of sleeping and waking up. Almighty God, this is the day that you have made, Lord, for us to rejoice and be glad and learn at your feet and apply your word to our lives. 
Father, with this morning we're asking the grace, the ability to do this, grant unto us in the name of Jesus Christ. For everyone under the sound of my voice, O oh God, I pray, Father, for a renewed strength, renewed faith in the mighty name of Jesus, that none of us will experience a burnout in the name of Jesus. But Lord, we'll move, we'll move stronger for you. Our feet will be planted firmly in you. We'll wax stronger for the gospel in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, I ask that you speak to me, that you speak through me. Bless the words of my mouth. Help me to speak not of myself, but that which I hear you say to me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Right, so this morning we just read the book of Hebrews chapter 6. Hmm. And it's talking about, it's actually warning against falling away. Two, two parts, there are two parts to this chapter. The first um, part is talking about falling away. For those who have tasted the goodness of God and have tasted of the Holy Spirit, who were who once part, part of the saints and the body of Christ, but have fallen away. And then the other part is talking about inheriting God's promise. The promise that he made to Abraham and how God swore by his name because he looked and he saw nothing else, nothing greater to swear by. And then he swore by his name. That's very reassuring. So we're going to come to that. So let's first of all talk about the warning against falling away. So Apostle Paul here was encouraging us to stand firm was encouraging us to stand firm i'll take from verse 4 it says it is impossible to renew to repentance those who were once enlightened who tasted the heavenly gift who shared in the holy spirit who tasted god's good word and the powers of the coming age and who have fallen away because to their own harm they are re-crucifying the Son of God and holding Him up to contempt. Have you heard this before? That every time you go into sin, every time we fall away from God's salvation, the free gift of salvation that He has given to us, every time we go back into sin, we are re-crucifying Christ. We're nailing Him back on the cross again. He has conquered the cross for us. He has conquered the world. He has conquered sin and Satan for you and for me. He shed his blood for this. He was made a curse. Because the Bible says, curse is anyone that's hung on a tree. He was made a curse for you and for me. So that every curse of death in our lives that we're supposed to bear is taken away. So every time we go into sin, every time we go against his word, we're re-crucifying him all over again. Have you heard that before? It's here now. If you haven't heard it, you're hearing it now. It's written. It's not just hearsay. It's not just something your pastor just put together. Okay? This is what the word of God says here. Clear, life and direct. In Hebrews chapter 6. That every time... To your own harm. If you keep doing that, it's not it's to your own harm. He's done it. He's been on that cross. Christ is not going to come back a second time and go on the cross again. 
he's already done it but every time you go back into sin you're making that you're making that action you're making that sacrifice not, not work you're making it worthless aimless that was the aim of coming to die for you was the aim of coming to redeem you if you have to go back into sin every time every now and again praise the name of the lord hallelujah so you have to stay firm you have to stay firm the bible also says that whoever puts his hand on the plow and looks back is not worthy of the kingdom it's not worthy of the kingdom I know people used to say once saved always saved so once you accept Christ you've accepted accepted him forever and then you, you can go back and go into sin and all of that no every time you go into sin you are re-crucifying Christ praise the name of the Lord and the Bible says that the person is not worthy of the kingdom of God is not worthy to be called a child of God so you have to stay firm by the power of the Holy Spirit, remember that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. People often say, oh, you know, how can I, you know, how can I not uh, do this? I'm human. How can I live above sin? How can I be holy? It's impossible for me to be holy. It's impossible for me to be pure. I'm a sinful man. You know, I have to, you know. And then the intentionally, that's a lie, that's a lie from the pit of hell. And then the intentionally, without any form of, of, you know, trying to flee from that temptation, they intentionally go into sin, they intentionally go into fornication, they intentionally lie, they intentionally steal and do all those things they're not supposed to do as children of God. That is wrong. You will be judged. Every of our action, every action that we take, every move, every, even our own our intentions will be judged. That's what the Bible says. So you have to make conscious effort to live above sin. You have been bought and redeemed by the blood of Jesus. It's been shared for you. It's there for you. You have a power. You are powerful in that blood. That blood gives you power, coverage immunity protection grace strength the grace to live above sin it's all in the blood it's all in the blood you just have to call on to the holy spirit to help you help you the bible says flee from every appearance of evil you have no business you have no business in prostitution you have no business in in you know Certain things, drinking and smoking and living a wayward life, you have no business doing such things. The Bible says that all things have passed away. All things have become new. You are now a new creature. You are born again. You are born again. Okay? So do everything you can to keep yourself holy, a living sacrifice unto the Lord. And may God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so he's saying here in the second part, inheriting the promise, you know, the promise that he made to Abraham. Praise the Lord. He says here in verse 14, I, I will indeed bless you and I will greatly multiply you. And so after waiting patiently, Abraham obtained the promise. For people swear by something, people swear by something that's greater than them. And God looked around and couldn't find anything. 
he couldn't find not a single thing that was greater or even as great. And then he swore by his own name. My God. He swore by his name. He swore by his name. He guaranteed that, look, I will do this. I will do this. You know how I always say that? And God says, and so that people will know that I am God. So that you will know that I am God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. He guaranteed it with an oath. Praise the Lord. So that through two unchangeable things. What are the two unchangeable things? An oath. An oath. And his name. His name is unchangeable. His name never changes. He's not God one day and then, and then not be God the next day. He is God always and forever. He was God yesterday. He is God today. He's God tomorrow. And will be God forever. It's unchangeable. It's a given. It's a stamp. It's, it's sealed. It's forever. It's not debatable. He is God. Always has been. Always will be. He is God. And then an oath. An oath is a covenant. An oath is a covenant. So God swore by these two things. An oath and his name. He made an oath with Abraham. And he swore by his name that through two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie. It is impossible for God to lie. We who have fled for refuge might have strong encouragement to seize the hope set before us. Hey, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. Enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. Eh, my God. Eh, somebody bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Faithful God. Faithful God. Who is there like you? Who is there like you? You are our confidence. You never change. You never fail. You are the same. From age to age to age. Just worship God. Just take a few seconds and just sing His praise. Just say something nice to Him. Just praise Him. Just worship Him. Tell Him something good. Praise Him. Tell Him who He is to you. Oh God, I love you. You are great. You are mighty. You are powerful, all-knowing God. Eh, Jesus, I bless you, God. I bless you, God. I just feel like breaking out in worship right here, right now. Oh, God, I bless you, Jesus. I worship you, God. Blessed be your holy name. From everlasting to everlasting to everlasting. You feel it not. You change it not. You are the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Mm, how marvelous are you, oh God. How marvelous are you. Let's take some time to worship God in our own private moments. Once we're done from here. Take some time and just worship God. Worship God. Worship God. For the word that you have heard today. If there's any that doubt. If you have had any doubt lately. You're trusting God for something and it hasn't come through yet. 
and your faith is wavering and you're thinking, should I still keep holding on or should I do things my way? This is your word right here this morning. This is your word right here this morning. It is impossible for God to lie. It is impossible for God to lie. He guaranteed the promise that he made to Abraham with an oath. He guaranteed the promise with an oath. And then he sealed it with his name. He sealed it with his name. For through two of these things, two unchangeable things, it is impossible for God to lie. Remember that. Remember that. Remember that. For every promise, every word God has given you, know that it is impossible for him to lie. If God says, in blessing, I will bless you. Know that he cannot wake up one, he cannot come the next day and say, Oh, I changed my mind, I'm not gonna bless you no more. He's gonna bless you because he has put his name on it. If he says, Ask, and it shall be given to you, rest assured, child of God, ask it. Ask, build your faith, do not limit God in your asking. Do not limit him in your asking. He's not a small God. The God that we serve is a great and a mighty God. My God. Sometimes I feel like we belittle God. We belittle God because we use our own human understanding to gauge his power and his might. But we're doing ourselves a disservice. So this morning I implore you. Put your eyes on God. Fix your eyes on Him. Do not look down on God. Do not think small of God. Your mind cannot begin to imagine the power, the extent of His power, the extent of His might. Your mind cannot even conceive it. You cannot even begin to conceive it. So trust God in all that he has spoken to you. Trust God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Get to that point where you say, Father, whether I get this request or not, you are still God. I didn't receive my blessing until I I came to that point. I had been praying and praying and praying, fasting and all of that. But God wanted to teach me something. To say, look child, it's not about the blessing. I can do it. I can do it. I just need you to take your eyes off the blessing and put your eyes on me. Fix your eyes on me. And until I did that, I didn't get any blessing. But the moment I did that, I took my eyes off my request and said to him, God, whether I get this or not, you are still God. I may, not understand, I may not understand why you're not doing it, but you are still God, and I will serve you forever. <laughs> Brethren, the moment I made that declaration, from the bottom of my heart, I received my answers. I received my testimony. I received my evidence. Until today, I'm still very, I'm very grateful to God.
And so I'm telling you the same thing. You must get to the point where you say, God, I know you do things your way and you do things in your own time. The Bible says that you make all things beautiful in your time. And whether I get this now or not, I will serve you. Whether I get this request now or not, you are still God. You need to get to that point sincerely. And not just because I'm telling you to do that, but because that's the conviction of your heart. Your heart needs to get to that point. You need to get to that point where you praise God regardless. Where you love Him regardless. Where you serve Him regardless. Because there's nothing that He cannot do. The request that you're laying before Him, He can do it in a split second. But He needs your understanding. He needs you to get to an understanding. There's a knowing that you need to know. There's a knowing. There's an insight. There's a knowledge. There's a wisdom that you need to gain. That you need to gain. And he's, He wants to get you to that point. He needs to get you to that point. Where you love Him regardless. Regardless. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Almighty Father, eternal rock of ages, I thank you for your word this morning. I thank you because the entrance of your word always, always brings life and understanding. It illuminates the dark areas of our lives. It teaches us, Lord, how to love you, how to relate with you, how to depend on you, how to understand you, how to thirst and long for you and so father this morning we thank you for the word we thank you for the word holy spirit we thank you for the word i pray oh god as many that have heard this word this morning that you give the grace the grace the wisdom to abide by this word in the name of jesus help them to understand <laughs> that there's nothing that is too hard for you to do there is nothing that is too difficult for you to do. But you just, want to, you just want to bring us up to a level of understanding. You want to bring us up to a level of trust. You want to bring us up to a level of partnership with you. Oh my God. Help us. Help us. Help our, our folly. Help us to trust you more. Help us to depend on you more. Help us to understand things the way you understand them. Help us to see ourselves and see situations the way you see them. Knowing that your thought for us is not of evil, but of good to bring us to an expected end. Father, before the end of this month, I ask for everyone that tunes their heart to you, Father. Bless them. Bless them. Let them see God a tangible result of the word they have heard today. Let them experience, oh God, the transformation. As they begin to trust their hearts and their needs to you, and as they begin to serve you and love you and praise you and worship you regardless of their situation, make a way for them. Open doors for them that they may know that you are God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I pray for myself. I pray the same for myself, Father. 
a deeper understanding of you, a deeper relationship with you in the name of Jesus. The unctions will function. Lord, that my spiritual ears be open, my spiritual spiritual sight be open to hear you always, to see you always. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, there, child of God, you have it. Go out there and experience God's provision. Okay, and remember, no matter your situation, God loves you. God wants the best for you. He's more than able to do it. You just need to align your faith and your thinking to the word. Okay, take care. Have a great day. God bless you. Bye-bye.